What is up, my dudes? Welcome to another episode of Olympia Oddities. So let's dive right in with a little recap of Squatch Fest. It was everything that I could have wanted it to be, and so much more. Like, camo as far as the eye could see, a lot of goatees, a lot of beards. Um, I think I was like the youngest person that wasn't under the age of 18 there. <laughs> but I saw great presentations by um, the Olympic Project did a really interesting one about basically they set up fake campsites um, because Sasquatch slash Bigfoot are allegedly attracted to them. And it was really interesting to like see their process of like doing that and, you know, set one up and like put game cams and everything. And then I saw a really good one by uh, Cliff Barrickman from Finding Bigfoot. He basically talked about some evidence and some feet casts. And uh, most interesting to me was a mattress that they found on the side of the road that had these deep footprint indentations to me. And I'll definitely go more into this when I finally cover Bigfoot slash Sasquatch, whatever you want to call him. Personally, I'm probably going to end up going the Sasquatch route because I hate when people say big feats. Or it's like when people say UFOs instead of UFOs, it it really it hits this weird primal thing in me where I'm like, that's not right. And I hate everything about that. Please don't do that. So, so I don't have to say big feats. I'm going to be calling them Sasquatch. And today, instead of UFOs, I'm going to be saying UFOs. So if you couldn't guess from the intro, today we're covering UFOs of Washington State. Now, we'll probably come back to this in the future, but I haven't gotten the chance to cover aliens yet, so I really, really wanted to do it. So this is just a little, little bit of information about aliens, because it's seriously a topic that, like, you can go down the rabbit hole and just keep on going. Like, with aliens in specific, like, you can just immerse your entire life into it and still not get any answers. <laughs> so my personal UFO experience is I've always been someone who's wanted to see something, but when it comes to the skies, I'm pretty skeptical because most of the time it's probably like an airplane or something. But one time I was driving home on a dark country road and I looked over and over Capitol Forest, there was this super neon green, super bright, super fast, like shooting star type object that just was there and then it was gone. And I only had like a minute or two drive from home from where I saw it to, you know, my house. And I just remember going, was that a shooting star or was that something else? You know, like the entire drive home. And I sat in my car for a while when I got home. And it's been something that I've come back to. And it's kind of uh, unsettling to think about. It, it gave me a weird feeling when I saw it where it was like, I'm seeing something that's bigger than myself. I'm a really big believer in aliens. I think with how big the universe is, how vast it is, how gigantic, like, my brain can't even comprehend how big space is. It's just infinite. That there has to be something else out there. How sad would it be if there wasn't, is how I always talk about it to people. Is I hope to whatever entity out there that controls the universe, that there is aliens out there. Because how lonely would it be to just be humans here alone on Earth? I don't know. Um, I'm not sure if Earth has had contact with them, but I'm definitely a believer that some are out there. So let's get into a little introduction of UFOs in Washington State. So, according to the National UFO Reporting Center, located in Davenport, Washington, which I had no idea about. I'm, like, about to go apply for a job there. I had no idea that we had a 
the National UFO Reporting Center right here in Washington. That's amazing to me. Anyways, uh, according to them, there were 160 UFO sightings reported in 2018 in Washington state. That's one every 55 minutes on average. Washington state has the third highest number of total sightings in its database, behind California, which is number one, and Florida, which is number two. But I think we know why Florida is so high. I mean, you know. Reports came in from all over the state, day and night. There were many different sites or types of sightings reported. Some saw triangular-shaped crafts, others saw thin, cigar-shaped ones. Some saw light formations and fireballs in the sky. The center says, Obvious hoaxes have been omitted, however... Most reports have been posted exactly as received in the author's own words. We hope that this information will prove to be useful to the general public and the UFO community at large. Today, I'm going to be sharing some of those reports with you. I've broken them down into four categories. 2018 sightings, Olympia sightings, weird ones, and hoaxes that made me laugh. 2018 sightings. Let's start with a sighting reported by a former pilot October 24th, 2018, in University Place. Object was spherical in shape and emitted a brilliant, extremely coherent orange glow. The object made zero noise. As it approached my direction, it just skimmed the bottom of the cloud layers, moving through the cloud material and lighting it up with the same orange color it was emitting. It sped up and slowed down erratically, moving very much as a living creature would, as opposed to a human aircraft or drone would. It was quite strange. Or this December 7th sighting from Issaquah. I was at a gas station taking my dog for a walk. At approximately 1820, I saw a starfish-shaped object floating and changing shape. It was covered in small, bright red-colored lights. Floating quickly, it was visible for 11 seconds and quickly disappeared. It made no noise. April 7th in Kittitas? 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 I don't know. Like, I... I'm from Washington, and I still struggle with saying, like, uh, names of places, but we're, we're just going with it, you know. I was outside smoking when I noticed flashing in the distance. Grabbed my cell phone to zoom in on the object. I started recording the object. It would move in a circular motion, flash red, blue, white, green, resembled a fireball of energy re bursting repeatedly, moved across the sky in an unpredictable manner. I was terrified. Or this sighting that was seen by multiple witnesses in Yakima on twenty or on January twenty fifth, January twenty fifth. There we go. Three of us watched these lights blink on and off as they did not move in a clear sky. Then suddenly, three smaller craft appeared. They showed up out of out of nowhere. Two moved slow to the right, and one began to climb at an incredible rate higher than the other objects, and it was very bright. As we watched this, the art. As we watched this, the largest object began to turn, and I can see that it's disc-shaped, and it's huge. Then suddenly, the area it was in seemed to magically have a cloud for it to vanish behind, as if it made its own camo, and it was gone for 13 minutes. And now it's back. Now, on to some hometown Olympia sightings. So, this one really creeped me out, because I love Rock Candy Mountain, and I love Rock Candy, like, the drive out there through Capitol Forest. I go there a lot, honestly, because on a clear day, you can look all the way out to almost Aberdeen. It's insane. It's such a- it's my- probably one of my favorite places in Olympia. But let's get into this story. Black Disc near Capitol Forest. I was driving around Rock Candy Road, looking to see if there were any good places for star watching. I wanted to find a good spot in my area for viewing the space station, away from lights. 
I wake up early every day for work and just couldn't fall asleep after I woke up, so I decided to go for a ride since the, clear the sky was clear today. I do not know if there was a gate to get into Capitol Forest, so I drove to check it out. Just past the parking lot for the trailhead, there was a bright flash, everything illuminated like lightning, but there were no clouds and no storms anywhere close. I stopped my car and got out to look at the sky and grabbed my iPhone. I saw a black round maybe disc object maybe a hundred feet from me about 40 feet above the trees. It made no sound. My iPhone was completely black, then after a few seconds I saw the Apple logo and realized it was rebooting. I never shut it down, it did this all on its own. The object was only visible by the fact that it blocked out the sky and made no sound at all. It moved to the west slash southwest and behind some hills and I couldn't see it anymore. I got very emotional afterwards and started crying. I'm very skeptical of these sorts of things, and I have no idea what that object was. Another sighting lasted around 10 seconds, reported a fluorescent green disc near the Olympia Capitol building. Another described a 30-second sighting of a black disc near Capitol Forest. Or another story. My friend and I were on the porch facing northeast at around 1 a.m., when all of a sudden, all of the street lamps went out and the sky lit up with a few blue-green and red flashes. I pulled my phone out to record a video, but it didn't happen again. The flashes flashed like heat lightning would, but it wasn't a white light. It was a blue-green flash and then a red flash. And this next story is the one that scared me the most through going through these, and I don't even really know why. I think it was the amount of detail and, like, the length and also the location just being, like, something that could, like, I could really easily see this happening to, like, me or, like, anyone that I know in the Olympia area. So, UFO sighting and possible abduction with time loss and distance teleportation. At 7.21, I was departing out of the Brotherhood Lounge in Olympia. Just call it the Broho. Everyone does. After a few drinks to catch the last bus to Aberdeen, Hoquiam, which left, left at 7.20 p.m., as I ran out of the door of the bar, I turned the Wi-Fi on on my phone and uh, bolted across the street. I don't recall any traffic coming towards me, and around me everything appeared silent, so I began to cut through the parking lot near where the bus departed. As I was near the middle of the parking lot, this bright light appeared above me. Knowing that it was not the moon as that was visible in the sky, this orbital light was practically a spotlight illuminating a circle around on the ground around me. Phone still in hand, I pointed it upwards and held the phone photo button down, snapping these four HD shots before my phone went black and rebooted itself immediately with the Apple icon. I think it's interesting how much that detail shows up in these stories. It's really weird. I laughed because of how the damn thing decided to reset itself and with the quickness. Next thing I know, time warped. It slowed dramatically as I am almost moving like through jello. I recall being angry that I was forcibly being slowed as I needed to catch that bus as it's the last bus to the area I was going to. Struggling through the atmospheric pressure, I saw the light around me become a yellowish-orange hue. Now, I've seen something like this many years before, but I wasn't startled at this moment. I recall the light above me feeling like some sort of silent stealth helicopter as waves went through my body like being in an MRI or CAT scan machine, and then everything went bright white and POW! Next thing I know, I'm standing in a thick fog bank on the side of the road, feeling a bit bewildered of my surroundings, but calmly okay. Nervous, I light a cigarette and immediately my body rejects it, causing me to vomit. I take a second drag and it happens again. Music begins playing through my headphones I'm wearing, which were previously in my backpack as I cut through the parking lot. The music is the Gorilla song 1999 
2000. Haven't heard it. I'm not much of a Gorillaz fan. Sorry. I look to my left and here comes the bus through the fog. I pitch the smoke and wave the bus down. It stops. Door opens and the gal driver says, I almost missed you there as it's not a normal bus stop. I thank her for stopping and go to place which what typically costs me $3 into the drop box and she says it's only $1 which I kind of shrug off as the money dropped and I figured I just paid it forward on some deal that they have going on. She asks me if I'm okay. I say yes and get on the bus. As I look down at the people on the bus, they all have this odd smile on their face and an orange glow or aura around them. I sit down and end up messing with this guy's backpack, reorganizing stuff in it without him noticing. I comment to the bus driver how she's doing a fine job cutting through this fog, and this guy whose backpack I'm, mus I'm messing with, without looking at me, says we are dealing with flice, which is supposed to be fog ice, like I'm supposed to know what that meant. I zip his back up without anyone noticing and I listen to the song playing on my headphones and realize as we pull out of the fog bank a ways, we are actually about 20 minutes from Aberdeen, Washington. I know that I reappeared in Montesano about 40 miles from Olympia and I somehow beat the bus, which takes an hour to get where it picked me up. WTF. Tons of explanation points, tons of question marks. I rode the bus into town and got off the bus doing a quick magic effect with my hat and a tangerine which I gave to the driver when she acted surprised and thanked her for the night. Once off the bus, I light another cigarette and immediately re rejected it, vomiting again and walking and walked to a local bar called the Ace of Clubs. I forcefully choked down the smoke between gags and went inside. I turned my Wi-Fi back on and the light flickered as I walked in. I didn't make eye contact and asked the female bartender for a PBR and begin uploading the photos I took to a group on Facebook that I'm a member of and start typing out what happened via my phone. I began to tremble a bit, and the photos give me a problem not uploading in sequence, and I'm pissed at my phone as I continue, continue to type, and the bartender asks me if I'm okay. I look up at her and say, no, yes, well, no, I'm not sure. Something just happened to me that I can't explain. Can you please look at me and tell, it me, tell me if I appear intoxicated or under the influence of drugs or something? She tells me I look perfectly sober, and I began to tell her what happened, showing her the images. She listens. I cry. She walks away and walks back. I tell her some more, and her husband comes over, eyes looking all blurry, but with a grin on his face, he begins rubbing my neck. He was a large man with very warm hands and asked me if I'm okay. I tell him the same thing I originally told her and began to, to describe the light I saw, and he walks away shaking someone else's hand. I grab my phone, jacket, and bag, and split, trying to video chat my buddy via my phone, and having total glitch eras errors all the way i walk across the street and check my bank balance and light another cigarette to no problem as i walked off towards my mother's house i don't know what truly happened from that parking lot in olympia to that fog banked road in montesano but i do know this is exactly what happened to me and that story just freaked me out i mean i had a little bit of difficulty reading it as you could hear from the way that it was written um but the amount of detail in it is just super eerie and I don't know, the more detail you give me, the more inclined I am to, like, believe you. I don't know. Now on to some weird and spooky ones. On Friday, January 5th, 2018, I arrived home after work at about 6pm. It was already dark, and as I pulled into my garage, I saw a light out of the corner of my eye in the backyard. It caught my attention right away, because I don't have any lights in my backyard, as I live in a wooded area with only a few lights from an adjacent street that are visible. The light seemed to appear to be silently floating near the creek for about 30 feet or so up in the air. As I got closer, I saw there were two orange or two lights that appeared orange in color and it seemed to be very small. 
I started recording with my phone as I got closer to one became very bright, much like a small but intense LED as it turned to face my direction. I couldn't tell if I had a light in front of I couldn't tell if I had a light in front and perhaps rotated or if it had changed and become bright. Both ended up doing this off and on and continued to float through and around the trees from east to west. As I went back towards my house to get my wife, I witnessed my wife to witness. I saw a couple more in my neighbor's field on the other side of our property as well. They were completely silent and ranging from about 20 to 40 feet off the ground, all moving east to west. Although I heard no noise, I later found watching the video that the microphone did pick up a strange clicking type of noise when it was at its closest. I was a bit freaked out and went inside and asked my wife to come out and verify I was seeing what I was seeing. My behavior was scaring her a bit, but when I pointed them out, she saw them and was also surprised and a little scared. I went back inside or back outside and to the neighbor's house to show him as well. Over about an hour, I saw perhaps a dozen of these lights. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Afterwards, I went back home and became very tired, falling asleep on the couch. Although I didn't experience a loss of time, nor did I touch or make any physical contact, my wife and kids told me the next day I was moving and twisting around the couch, hitting my head with my hands, and I, that my head was sweating profusely. They said that they tried to wake me, but couldn't. I felt like I slept very soundly, and I don't rec recall any of that. This one might be my favorite that I read out of all of them. Strange mechanical 10 to 12 inch daddy long legs appears on ceiling, scampers quickly towards wall and disappears. Also reported a move on, good old move on, and coast to coast AM. Good old coast to coast AM. This wasn't a UFO, but a strange daddy long legs type of non-organic or mechanical spider entity that I awoke to and saw above me, but two to three feet from directly above me. It was approximately 10 to 12 inches in diameter, but with no distinguishing thorax or center body. Multiple non-jointed legs that were thin and translucent grayish with a sm uh, were small, one to two centimeters. Discs on the ends of each one. I was sleeping and suddenly woke up and turned my head towards it. It was stationary perhaps a second, but when it sensed that I saw it, it scampered across the ceiling about 10 to 12 feet in a straight line and disappeared into the wall. It made no noise or had no lights. My chihuahua, who was in the room, did not react to it. Seems pretty typical for an average chihuahua. I know that, like, if my house was actively being haunted by a ghost or had, like, a BTK-style serial killer waiting in my closet, that Nacho, my chihuahua, would not care at all. Uh, the weird thing is that several weeks ago I had a dream about the same entity. I didn't recall the dream until a couple days after the incident. I usually forget and write off all my dreams, as I had in that one. But on 4-6, it popped in my head while driving. Naturally, I am curious, curious if you receive similar reports. I was fully awake when I saw the spider and of sound mind and body that is no alcohol or drugs or anything like that. I gather from this experience that most of us are visited and checked out, but the majority of people are purposely made unaware. And a uh, note from the uh, UFO reporting center said, We spoke via telephone with the source of the report and she seemed to be quite sober-minded. We suspect that she is a... A, re a reliable witness. And now for some uh, obvious hoaxes that were labeled as such by the National UFO Reporting Center. Uh, these ones made me laugh, though, pretty hard, so I felt like I had to include them as a little bit of, you know, comedic relief. Heard strange sound that could have been someone. Me and my brother were smoking weed at around 10.30 to 12.30 a.m., we were talking, but he heard a growl sound repeatedly. We both heard it over and over again. Then it went quiet and we went inside. 
Strangely enough, when we went out again, my brother said that he heard the same sound on the other side of the street and that it seemed close. If it was just some guy making these noises, it's possible, but he would need to be in a weird mood to do so. <laughs> and I don't know why. Just the ending of that freaking cracked me up where it's just like, yeah, it could have been some guy, but I guess he'd need to be in a weird mood to make a grouch sound down the side of the, like, side of the street. And in this one... This one was really the kicker that made me laugh the hardest. Looked like a flying Chevrolet Tahoe that shot laser beams and abducted my neighbor's cat, George W. Bush, in the passenger seat. 11 p.m. Me and my friends were outside smoking mushrooms and we heard a thundering boom. Overhead passed a Chevrolet Tahoe that was black, but it was kind of foggy and hard to see. Red beams of light shot out of the headlights and my neighbor's cat mysteriously disappeared that night. A man in the passenger seat that looked like George W. Bush... And he peeled off some sort of mask and it looked like an extraterrestrial. But once again, it was kind of hard to see because it was foggy. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Olympia Oddities. Kind of my little intro to UFOs in Washington State. I would like to do another episode soon about like the Mount Rainier UFO sightings, the origin of the term flying saucer, and definitely more UFO reports. But I feel like this is a good little teaser intro into the wonderful world of UFOs. So thank you for listening and stay tuned. Uh, my next episode will be about Billy Goal, the uh, Aberdeen serial killer that I hadn't heard about until a couple weeks ago, but I'm really, really excited to share that story with you. So thank you, watch the skies, and be safe.